1: Welcome to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. I'm Mike Harrison, and yes, we are always working on your financial freedom. I want to thank you for joining me today. All right, today I'm going to hit a couple emails. I want to thank you listeners for sending me the emails. All right, first email Hello, Mike. I'm married with two middle school age kids. Wife and I both work. I want to buy our first single family investment property. When do I know I'm ready to invest? How much cash should I have on reserve? That's from Jason. Great question. I'm really glad you have made the decision and consider yourself ready to invest. For me personally, it took years to make that decision to buy my first home. That was before Lifestyles Unlimited, BLU, before Lifestyles Unlimited. Then, once I bought that first property, it took me another two years to join Lifestyles Unlimited. I had been listening to the radio show uh, for quite a while at that time, and literally, I stumbled upon the Lifestyles Unlimited office in Dallas accidentally, okay? Um, This is a great story. I was making a call. There's a company down below, a big distribution company, and I was a middle manager, um, had sales reps that worked for me, and was essentially talking to their management uh, at their corporate office, which happens to be At the time, it was in the same building as the Lifestyles Unlimited office. How surreal is that? So I walked downstairs, uh, made my call, um, had a meeting with them, and then it was about 4.30 in the afternoon, and I'm coming up those stairs. They were on the bottom level, and Lifestyles Unlimited is on the second level. So I kind of glance back, and I look up, and I see the Lifestyles Unlimited office upstairs. And it was just one of those moments where... You know, you kind of have the devil on your shoulder, and he's saying, "Ah, eh, it's four thirty. Why don't you get home? Beat that Dallas traffic." Uh, you know, you can always catch the show again, and then the angel on my shoulder is going, "Look, it's now or never." You've been listening to the show; they've got excellent information. Why don't you walk up those stairs and see what's going on? And and I walked up those stairs in twenty thirteen, early twenty thirteen, uh, I believe March. Um, my first two-day was in April, but they were actually having a, uh, a free workshop that evening, which I talk about on this show all the time. You can go to free workshop live stream. You can do it online now, but uh, it was in person back then, and it was that evening. They said, well, why don't you come back in a couple of hours and attend our free workshop? So I didn't go home, um, went and posted up somewhere and you know, had my computer out and, and did some work, waited about two hours, then I came back listened at the free workshop and joined uh, lifestyles unlimited and my life has changed ever since so uh, how much time did i waste um at least four years before i bought that first house and then the other two years to join lifestyles unlimited and then even after i joined lifestyles unlimited it took me six months to buy my next single family property using that lifestyles unlimited model. So, uh, back of the napkin math says, I wasted six and a half years, maybe more. So I'm really glad you've made that hard decision, And, and it is a hard decision to essentially change gears, right? To change paths, to do a 180 from the conventional wisdom world and go buy that first single family property. So how do you know when you're ready to invest? Your first question, you know now okay you've decided that the same old same old just isn't working it's not going to get you where you want to be you've decided to put more cash flow in your life you've decided to take the unconventional path you've decided to really be one of those seven percent what are the seven percent well only seven percent of us own an investment property most people don't realize that 93 percent of folks out there do not own a second property that is an investment property i'm not talking about it of vacation property so 7% but what's funny is uh, every study will tell you that at least 70% of the millionaires in this country were created by real estate by real estate investing so uh, you've decided to embark on a path and, th- and this is gonna change your life okay if you stay on this path and continue investing I promise you I promise you this you will be a millionaire in a short amount of, uh, in, a, in a short amount of time Um, Depends on how fast you go. Um, In five years, I achieved uh, a net worth uh, with my investments that was over $1 million. In 12 years, I've quintupled my net worth. Uh, Is that money in the bank? No. It's unrealized. It's in cash-flowing real estate assets. It's in my net worth nonetheless, but that's the the millionaire mindset, right? Um, Your million dollars isn't in the bank. It's in properties that's literally earning you cash monthly or quarterly uh, and it's growing in value each and every year. You're ready to invest now, but let's do some housekeeping, okay? Uh, rather than assume anything, right? You get in trouble uh, with those assumptions. So if you're ready to invest um there's are some steps that you've already completed. This is important, and you may want to write this down. If you have not completed these steps, then you're not ready to invest, okay? Uh, when you say you're ready to invest, I'm figuring you've got your ducks in a row. Uh, and you've you've uh, essentially accomplished uh, certain things. One, your credit is doesn't have to be excellent, but your credit's in good shape. Uh, we're going to invite the bank to every one of these investments we make. It's uh, very important that we have that bank as a partner, and the bank's going to look at you, your credit report. Really, your credit report uh, essentially just says um, what kind of person are you? Are you someone that could be relied on? Yes, no. Maybe that's all a credit report does. And and the bank utilizes that. And we want to get the absolute best interest rate we can on these investment properties because we're making the difference. So it's it's very important that you've got your credit in order. Now, uh, another accomplishment um, that you should have had. Completed and that's uh, that you're educated, right? If not our course on single-family investing here at Lifestyles Unlimited uh, Then somebody else's but you know what you're doing. You have a path you understand how this works from a uh, A to Z right all the steps that you're gonna follow uh, I'm also gonna say this if you have a significant you do. Yeah, you said you have it a wife um Uh, but for all the listeners out there, significant other spouse, uh, if you're looking to also begin investing in real estate, make sure they're on board. Um, they don't have to be, uh, you know, cheerleaders and, and knee deep in it. It's nice if they are, uh, but make sure they know what you're doing, right? Um, it's, it's their money too, right? If you're a couple, uh, it's half theirs and make sure they're okay with the decision. Don't be a cowboy and go out and, uh, Hey, surprise, honey. Guess what? Uh, I bought a rent house today. <laughs> that uh, that might go over like a bag of bricks, man. So uh, make sure uh, everybody is, is engaged and, and on board with what you're doing. Uh, Pre-approval with a conventional lender, right? You got your credit in order, uh, you have a relationship with a conventional lender, and you've got that pre-approval letter in hand. Know how much you can spend on a property. Uh, This also helps you when you're looking at those properties. You can say, hey, I am ready to close. And speaking of closing you should have already engaged a hard money lender, okay? Conventional lender first, why? You get the pre-approval letter from them if you're pre-approved with conventional lending and then you'll be pre-approved with a hard money lender, okay? So that hard money lender is going to give you the ability to close within 10 days. Remember, we're buying distressed properties, properties that are going to need a facelift, they're going to need some work. Uh, if you can close on those properties within 10 days, that makes you a really strong buyer uh in the eyes of the sellers uh strategy right you know what your strategy is you're either looking for cash flow uh or equity capture a or b um you you'll get some of both on the property but are you going for the big value play the big hit on equity capture uh typically means your cash flow will be a little less each month but you're growing your net worth faster uh or are you looking for that big cash flow chunk which means your equity capture would most likely um be limited somewhat. Although we are seeing easy hundred percent, if not more, equity captures on properties right now. It's a great time to buy. Uh, you know where you're going to buy. You've you've already outlined your target areas uh, that you'd like to be a buyer. Uh, and lastly, uh, not least, um, you've got money set aside to buy that first property, right? Don't just say, "Hey, I'm ready to buy." And okay, uh, here's a property you can buy. Oh, uh, I don't have I don't have the money, you know, but I'm ready to buy. No, you're not got to have the money. Uh, I'm going to say $35,000 minimum, um, possibly more, possibly less, depending on where you buy. But uh, I think that's a good average uh, from from what I'm seeing uh, around here. So if you've got your housekeeping complete, your your house search. Um, if you are struggling on how to find a home, I covered that just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, go to my January 15th show. Uh, January 15th, uh, that show is called Maximizing Your Real Estate Investments. Um, toward the end of that show, I'll go into numerous ways on how you can uh, network and, and find that first property. So, Jason, that was, uh, how do I know if I'm ready to invest? I know that was kind of long, but the second part of your question is, um, how much cash should I have on reserve? That is an excellent question. I'm going to say you're going to need, uh, if it's 35 out of pocket, I'm going to want you to have $10,000 in reserves. That's my opinion. Other, You may want to ask other real estate investors, uh, why 10? Um, one, for the... Um, Surprise, right? Uh, Something that pops up during the rehab that may have been missed. And that's happened to me uh, occasionally, not always. Often my rehab would come in less than I had uh, mapped it out to be. Um, but occasionally there's just something there, and you wanna you wanna fix it, right? It's best product, best price. I'm not saying bring an extra five for upgrades. We're just looking for uh, clean and functioning. I had a, a dishwasher leak that we were unaware of uh, in a home that we purchased. We just put the new flooring down. And it started buckling. We're like, what the heck's going on? And there was just a minor, minor leak of this dishwasher and it was uh, going under the flooring. So it didn't cost me five grand, but it was a couple thousand uh, to fix that. And you got to redo the flooring. And, uh, you know, it's just a surprise. Now, um, uh, the other five grand is when you're rehabbing these properties, you get draws from the hard money lender. So the hard money lender, uh, you're going to say, uh, hey, Mr. Hard Money Lender or Mrs. Hard Money Lender, uh, I've done the paint, I've done the flooring, uh, I've done these three things, um, and per my uh, my checklist that I provided to you when we purchased the property, uh, I need my first draw uh, of five grand. In the meantime, you have already paid your contractors, right? Contractors going to do the work, you're going to pay the contractor, and then you need to go get your draw from the hard money lender, okay? Don't make these contractors wait around. Pay them immediately, okay? Um, uh, uh, Contractors struggle with cash flow. First of all, all their employees, their workers, they want to get paid Friday afternoon for the week, whatever they did. Um, So they're they're hurting a little bit on the cash flow. And if you can be that person that's Johnny on the spot with the payment, they're going to love you and they're going to take care of you in the future. We'll be right back. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited
0: at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. Well, one thing it has meant for us, and we have to compliment you. You've given us our time back. And I say our time because we got married 33 years ago, and we got married in July. Do you know why? Well, that was before I met Lifestyles. I used to work for Ford Motor Company. And with Ford Motor Company, I was uh, in the automotive division. They have shut down during July, the first two weeks oh, of July. Oh, oh, oh. So, so when you they had, had to had wait shutdown, for a shutdown to get married? Yes. Yes, he actually Whoa, hey, that's dedication there. <laughs> he made me change our wedding date. It was supposed to be June 15th, and I changed. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> so if I had been in lifestyle, I could have gotten married when I wanted to. <laughs> And the ring would have been bigger <laughs> Thank
1: you. ready to get your time back like Vivian and Cornell register for the free online workshop at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com
0: creating the lifestyle you've always wanted you're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's real estate investor radio
1: show welcome back to the show I'm Mike Harrison hitting some emails today got one from Jason And I was discussing previously, he asked how much should he keep in reserves when he buys that first single-family property. My answer was $10,000. You can probably get away with much less than that. So five grand is really for the what-if. And it may even be, you might get in there and go, you know what, these these toilets are serviceable. They're fine. They're old. Why don't we put new toilets in or new low-flow toilets or, uh, hey, this window, this old aluminum window is really drafty. Uh, I know I don't necessarily need to replace it. Remember, clean and functional. Uh, but, you know, say it's a master room or a bedroom or maybe the living room, something, um, slap a vinyl window in there. It makes all the difference. In the world, I'm not saying go buy a Pella window or an Anderson window. Uh, there are some economical vinyl windows that you can you can get put in. So that five grand really is for uh, what if uh, discoveries, uh, maybe things that were missed in the initial rehab, uh, or the potential slight upgrade to make the the property better. Remember, it's best product, best price. So that always uh, served me well. And then five grand because you're going to cover the contractor's payments when they come to you and they go, Hey, I'm done with the painting, need to get paid. And you're going to cut them a check immediately. Don't make them wait uh, your three or four days when you go to the hard money lender um, because the hard money lender does verify. Okay, so they're going to send. they may be across town or what have you, but they need to get somebody over to your property. Um, They're they're not going to until you have a great relationship with them. and You've done this. It's a business. Trust but verify. So they're going to go look at the property and go, yep, uh, Joe has completed these five things, just like he said he has. Um, They may notice something, too. They may say, oh, hey, we got to we got to do this as well. Remember, they're lending on the property, so they want to make sure it gets fixed so they can get you out of that loan. So it it takes time. Pay your contractor immediately. That's what that five grand's for. You'll get reimbursed from the hard money lender. Also, a strategy that I began employing, oh, I want to say by my third or fourth house, um, the draws cost money, right? There's There's a fee to initiate that draw. So I want to say it was $100 each. Um, ask your hard money lender what it is. Uh, maybe less than that. I, I honestly don't remember that sounds about right. Uh, and then there's the interest expense, right? Let's say your hard money lender is putting up $50,000 for rehab. Um, and when you make your they don't charge you the interest expense on the 50 grand. They're holding the 50 grand. And then as you draw five grand here, 10 grand here, 15 grand there, then your interest expense, begins. Remember, hard money lenders have a high interest rate, right? You want to get in and out in 90 days, um, mainly because of that high hard money expense. If you're only paying over three months, it's not that big of a deal but i would only do i got to where i would only do two draws uh, because of the cost of the uh, the draw itself and of the interest expense so i would cash flow the contractors about halfway through the rehab go get a draw and then at the end when they were done i would go get my second draw and and finalize everything uh, but uh, being johnny on the spot with your contractors will endear them to you you will become a trusted partner and as you go forward, continuing your path, you're buying home one, home two, home three, home five, home nine, home ten, um, and you're using these same If They did a good job, but I expect you're going to use them again, right? It's always good to have that person on your team. Here's my painter. Here's my flooring guy. Here's my appliance person. Here's my roofer. Here's my fence guy. Um, and if you're if you're that trusted partner of them, man, their response is going to be excellent, right? Uh, they're in business too. Uh, they're not just looking for someone that's kicking the tires, so they know you're serious if you're paying them right away. So that's just my advice on your reserves. Jason, thanks, uh, thanks again for your email. All right, here's one from... Manish, I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, he says uh, his challenge today is looking at multifamily deals in Podium. And if you don't know what Podium is, it's a software that you can subscribe to uh, here within Lifestyles Unlimited. I use Podium on both my lead side and my passive side. It, it's great. I mean, it's built with the investor in mind but he says uh he's looking at multifamily deals in podium so these deals will come across and you can evaluate and analyze it's got the information and you can decide if that's a good opportunity for you or not and he says uh, filtering the opportunities to see what makes sense uh, specifically how to judge where the leads two to five year rent projections are accurate obviously the goal is to increase noi and i see plenty of leads putting in all types of rent increase projection that are subjective, how do you validate that they will get X number of increase by spending X number of money on improvements uh, based on cherry-picked market analysis and of the going market rent? Finally, how do you gauge the leads basis for two to seven percent rent increases in year three to seven are accurate? Uh, he basically says the lead could put in whatever number and how do you, how do you know uh, if it's accurate? I want you to keep in mind. Um, uh, the, the value of the property is increased when the net operating income is increased. So, yes, rent is a big, big part of that. But there's we've identified here at Lifestyles Unlimited 28 different ways to increase the net operating income on a property. 28. Raising the rent is one. Now, you have to justify. You can't just go in and go, hey, we're raising rents, $200, everybody have a nice day. Uh, no, you've got to give these are people living there. You've got to give them a reason to justify the rent increase. And if you do that more often than not, uh, most people will pay more for clean, functional, uh, nice uh, amenities. Um, you name it, uh, just, you know, if, 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 the, if the place is a beater beforehand and there's junk cars in the parking lot and potholes in the parking lot and the lights are all broken out and they don't work and the management team is terrible and the maintenance team is terrible and the air conditioners uh, always go out or they don't work, um, well... When you fix all that, people are going to go, you know what, I want my air conditioner to work. When there is a maintenance issue, I like that it's engaged within 24 hours. I like in the evening that there's all these LED lights. Um, They're just on and on and on. Um, I can tell you there's a a lead in in North Texas, and I visited his properties, but his plan, and this is impressive, he does an absolute fantastic job. Many of you may know uh, who I'm talking about, but... He'll purchase the Class C property, right, Workforce Housing, and his transformation basically puts Class A amenities on this Class C property. And, and some of you out there may be thinking, well, Mike, that's counterintuitive. It sounds very expensive. Um no, if it's planned out right within the huge the the business plan, it's fine. But this got travertine pool, like the pool is amazing. It's crystal clear, sparkling in the outdoors and uh, the patio furniture around the pool and the gazebos and and just all the work uh, he does a, a designer exterior uh, changes the lighting. Um, you. There may be a high speed internet, uh, dog park and a dog wash, like commercial dog wash. Uh, I know my dog gets stinky after a few weeks. and We got to take him down and get him cleaned up and groomed. Uh, but if you had that right there on facility, I mean, I'm kind of jealous. Like, yeah, I'd, I'd like to have a dog walk, uh, dog wash. I mean, literally, it's got the ramp where the dog walks up and then it's got the big sink and the big industrial spray down and, uh, you know, soap and everything you need and then the dryers and all that. I mean, It's awesome. I mean, this lead, when you walk in uh, to the office, right, let's say you're a potential person that's going to lease a unit at this property, you just want to tour this property and see. Um, He's got, he doesn't have a coffee bar there. He's got a Java bar, right? Words have meanings, but it's first class. But his, um, his big forte was when you walk into his office. All five of your senses would be engaged, okay? And the offices are big. They're clean, uh, beautiful, open windows overlooking the pool. So as soon as you walk in the front door, you're looking at this gorgeous pool, Uh, in the background the smell Uh, you can smell the java bar or some sort of uh, scent uh, that they've got going in there the sound you can maybe hear light music playing in the background Um, you know it's it's clean it's organized there's not a bunch bunch of junk in there so all five senses are engaged and when people walk in there they go wow this is a great place I think I would like to live here. I think I would like to move my family here. So will working class people pay more for clean and functional, uh, for great alert staff and maintenance teams where they feel safe? You can't guarantee safe, uh, but you can do everything. You can have the lighting and the cameras and, and all that stuff, uh, and you can throw out the bad actors. So where they feel safe, yeah, people will pay uh, more for that. So, um, Manish, kind of on to your how do you justify rental increases? A lot of times these leads are being really conservative. I've seen these properties, uh, they were the dog in a certain area and they become the market leader in that area. So not just equal rents, the highest rents, right? If they're if they're doing everything properly, uh, it's not hard uh, to attain, but um, trust but verify, uh, you know, that justification in the rent increase. Now, um, You didn't mention it in your question, but I want you to look at occupancy as well, right? What's that lead penciling in as far as occupancy? Uh, It seems the average today uh, across the board is around 90%. Uh, Are they um, they saying that they're going to have greater than 90%? Then that's a question that the lead needs to address. Like, how are they going to get to greater than 90%? Do I have some properties that are greater than 90%? Absolutely. But the national average is 90. Uh, So let's, you know, what happens if you're at 90? Does the property cash flow at 90? I would sure hope so. I'd like to see that property cash flow at 70% occupied personally, right? Just kind of as a, uh, where's the floor on this property? Uh, Not saying that everyone's going to move out. Uh, If it's a deep value play, that's part of your plan is to, you know, essentially a lot of people move out, you're going to fix everything up, and then you're going to bring in uh, better residents onto that property but if it's a, a class B or a yield um, what are the what are they uh, you know what are they looking at as far as that that occupancy I'll tell you nationally occupancy has is trending down uh, why uh, Bidenomics right inflation uh, everything is just way more expensive uh, people are moving back home uh, people are bringing in roommates uh, there's massive supply coming online, right? The apartment industry was going berserk um, just a couple of years ago, and it takes three or four years to bring a multifamily property online. And so uh, a lot of those properties where the planning was started, 2020, 2021, uh, 2022, uh, they're getting built now. But I I will tell you, uh, the pipeline for multifamily property uh, is starting to empty out a little bit, so they're going to get through these, and there's going to be a lull in that. But for now, for this year, uh, and possibly through next year, there's a massive supply uh, of other apartment communities coming on, and it's it's creating some pressure. So, uh, how is this lead going to justify greater than ninety percent? Uh, occupancy, right? Look at the market. Is it there, you know, is it a strong economic market? Uh, is there a net annual increase of population moving into that area? Uh, that's going to help you on uh, the occupancy. Had the lead uh, talk to you about property tax and insurance cost per door, especially here in Texas? Okay, um, property tax and insurance cost in Texas are outrageous, uh, almost criminal. Um, I've of the property tax valuation on one of our properties in Houston, uh, the property tax people, we're fighting it, uh, we're litigating it. Um, they they have basically come out and said, well, that property's worth 300% more than it was in 2017. I'm like, okay. Um, and I'm not the lead on it, but no, that's... Um, that's just property tax people, right? You're dealing with uh, bureaucracy. So we're fighting that, and typically uh, we will get some relief on when we fight those. It's not uncommon to fight them. But uh, properties in Texas look at those insurance uh, costs, what are they baking in? Look what they're uh, penciling in for property tax and and property tax raises in the future, can they still cash flow with these increases? Now, there's other states that we're invested in uh, that don't have this problem, okay? You know, imagine Texas versus Tennessee uh, versus Georgia, a bunch of other places out there where they're not getting hammered uh, by tax and insurance uh, like we are. So I hope that helps you answer that question. Uh, quickly from Steve, he says, "What can I achieve with 140,000? How do I invest that?" Uh, that's where I'm at now. So, um, Steve, I can't tell you uh, where to invest that money. Um, uh, I, I do see that you're uh, a preferred investor, preferred member, and you're a passive investor now. Um, if you like that path, continue on that path. Uh, if you just came into the 140 all at once, take it slow. Um, why don't you break that up into several? Uh, investments why don't you do it over the next 12 months uh, as we go into this don't you know don't deploy that 140 all in uh, the next three months I'd I'd advise you to go slow take your time uh, look the deals over and you can always email me at any time that's askmike at com. in the meantime I want you to remember it's not the money it's the lifestyle make it a great day